for agility's sake. Hello everyone, welcome to the show. I'm Kyle, your host. With me today is Alyssa Roski. Did I say that right, Alyssa? You did, yes. It's awesome. perfect. Well, thank you for being on the show with me today. So for our audience who don't know you, can you give them uh, what your, your role is in the organization, how long you've been here, what yeah, you're doing? definitely. Um, so currently I am the Scrum Master over all of our social media teams here at Amway, um, which includes Amway Creators, our global social COE, um, and then social share bar. Uh, before that, I was a scrum master on a team called Amplify, which kind of was like a new ABO prospect journey. Yeah. Um, and then before that, I was a project manager on Atlas. Okay. So, and so you've been in the project management space for a while. And yep. as we were talking earlier, you kind of correlate scrum master and project manager to very similar roles. And yep. and that's actually a very common thing uh, for our for those who don't know that when we say scrum master, it's really similar to a project manager um, yeah. What would you say the biggest difference is from Scrum Master perspective? Um, I think just the methodology that you use. You know, um, obviously traditional project management uses waterfall, which is very, you know, you plan, you plan, you plan, you deploy, and that's it. Yeah. Um, Scrum Master uses very agile practices where you, you know, plan a little bit, deploy, adjust, change, plan a little more, deploy again. Yeah. So okay. And that's I, gr- the main I difference. All right. And I grew up in that first scenario of make a big plan and then just follow the plan. Yeah. Um, and so I love the, the new version. Mm-hmm. So whatever you want to call it, uh, Scrum Master over our social media teams. So does that sit in the digital organization? Yeah. So I'm technically in IT. That's my chain up okay. the ladder. Okay. But yeah, I sit with our digital teams. So, okay. so. You're, most of your team, you're hanging out in the digital space. Correct. Yeah. Awesome. Because we don't care where we <laughs> roll up to. We just work on the team that needs right. to get the job done. All right. So uh, thanks again for coming on the show. So let me uh, start us off with a question, um, essentially asking for a story. Tell us about something that uh, maybe you wish you had known when you first started in the Agile space, when you first got into Scrum Master yeah. work. Um, so I think it's no secret that especially here, change is not something people embrace and love and you know are just super willing to do it and I am no exception to that rule I definitely did not you know when they said oh we're going from traditional to agile you know I didn't want to do that no no I don't want to change this is working fine Um, but I think one of the main things that I wish I could have known or someone would have said or something is how easy it is to manage change through agile Mm -hmm. for example in Amplify we had some pretty difficult indecisive stakeholders, business partners who, you know, constantly changing their mind, like yeah. by the hour. I can attest to that. I talked to as many of them. Yep. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean that, you know, if we were doing a traditional, um, waterfall project, that would have been terrible. We would have developed, 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 and then they changed their mind. And then we've got to go back, develop, you know, mm-hmm. it would have like completely ruined our timeline. It'd been a lot of waste. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But with agile, we were able to, okay, well, we'll change it because, you know, we can adjust, we can be agile. <laughs> yeah. All right. Awesome. I think it's so funny how even with something that we know, I say now I know that it's better to operate in an agile way for most of the initiatives we work on. Um, but how their first the first reaction to that is like, well, I don't want to change. Mm-hmm. Like That's hard. Oh, yeah. It takes time and energy and I got to learn something new. Yep. And, um, but once you get over that hump and you get into it, it's like, hey, the water's warm. Yeah. Come on in. Right. Nice. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what's the thing about your role uh, as a Scrum Master that is most commonly misunderstood by people? (laughs) 
This is my favorite question. Um, uh, they're a note taker. They're a glorified secretary. They're just the lunch orderer, yeah. you know. Um, take your pick of anything like that. Yeah. But that, and I guess before I knew a lot about Scrum Master, I probably thought the same. Yeah. Um, but being in that role, it's so much more than that. You mm -hmm. know, I've got to work with our teams and the teams that we're dependent on. I have to understand everything that's going on, not just one aspect of it. You know, if, if something gets, if we have a bug, if we have a defect, I have to know, well, what's that affecting? How's that gonna affect our timeline? Where does that fit into this? Um, which team do I need to go, you know, talk to, to fix it, to figure all that out? Like there's a lot that goes into it and I, you know, really have to pay attention to what's going on. Even if someone doesn't come up to me specifically and say, hey, this is happening, yeah. I've got to be listening all the time and figuring all of that out. And then um, like with our agile metrics or our sprint metrics, figure out, okay, so this is our number, this is what's working or this is what's not working. Why is this piece not working and where do I need to go to make it work? Okay. So not only are you coordinating all the tasks that the team has and mm -hmm. trying to keep an eye on and observe all the things that are going on, you also have to look for those spaces where, where do I have to communicate with right. different teams and stakeholders to make sure that everybody's aware? Oh, yeah. It sounds like like you're always on. Like you almost Yo. never get a break. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a tough job. Yeah. And I mean, especially with our social team, our digital teams, they, they're so great at like a lot of them don't have very much agile experience and they're very willing to learn awesome. but that you know just puts another hurdle you know like they're very unfamiliar with how this process works so that's yeah. just one more thing like to add to the mix i guess yeah and i, I think it reminds me of like the first time i i learned about epics features and stories i was like well how's this different from business requirements and solution requirements mm -hmm. like yeah i'm just writing it in a different way like that's it yeah, I guess, for the first step, but there's more to that. There's right. more behind why you do it that way and the why why we think that way. Yeah. So I, I get that. <clears throat> All right, so thinking about over your time as a scrum master, can you tell me about a time that like you when you really realized how important agile was? I, I find it interesting. Your first reaction of like scrum master and agile was like, eh, I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. But then there must have been a moment where you realized like, hey, this this is better. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think kind of going back to that first question about change yeah. um, and really with Amplify, we had, I mean, like every day was something new was thrown at us, mm -hmm. something. And it wasn't like little small things. I mean, it was like major things. Like we developed, we always say a black versus blue issue. We developed an app, the app, with a black background, okay. which at the time was not Amway standards. Blue was Amway standards. Yeah. So we developed it because the business team wanted black they wanted to be different right yeah. developed the whole thing then they changed their mind and said no we have to follow Amway Amway's standards. Brand standards yep so yeah. then we have to redo the whole thing gotta love those back to standards. blue right and I'm yeah. in that moment I'm like okay if we were doing traditional project management this would have set us back who knows how long mm. you know I mean this is a major thing like this is the whole app right but the, it took us maybe I don't know a week to, f to fix it oh wow so I mean it set us back a little bit but not terrible yeah 
So I think that was my biggest, you know, I'm thinking in my head, oh my gosh, this is horrible. This whole project is ruined. What yeah. can we do? And then, you know, I'll go to our developers and they're like, eh, okay, it's not the end of the world. We'll just adjust. Exactly. Yeah. And did they change back to black now that Amway standards have changed again? No, the, the pro that project ended. So no, <laughs> okay. but they probably would have. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know. When I saw the brand standards change, I was like, all right, here we go again. Like, yep. Let's change the colors. Right. Um, on everything. It's good to be adaptable and to realize like, we've got to be able to take feedback and take adjustment from whether it's a customer or an ABO or it's a, a stakeholder in the organization, an employee, mm -hmm. who they have you know, a direction and a goal that they're trying to accomplish. We have to be adaptable yeah. and be able to adjust kind of at a moment's notice. Yeah, and I think that's like one of my favorite things about Agile. You know, you always hear Molin talk about fail fast, but that yeah. it's so true. Like, like failing and adjusting adapting is encouraged with with agile you know yeah. it's not frowned upon it's not like slap on the wrist it's embraced yeah which so is really cool overall at amway do you feel like so how long have you been at amway going on five years okay so do you feel like we have a, a culture that's afraid of failure yeah for the most part yeah, yeah i think so yeah I, I've, I've been here for a little over 10 years and for most of my career, it was things had to be polished before mm -hmm. we ever presented them. And yeah. then if, if there was negative reaction to it, we did everything we could to overcome that negative mm -hmm. reaction and convince the person that this was the best way to see it. Yeah. And it's so funny that uh, as a, my role has evolved at Amway, I've moved into organizational change management probably five or six years ago. And for a long time, people thought of change management as convince the other person that this is good for them. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's not actually what we're trying to do. Right. I want to take their input and adapt to it. And, and we can work together towards that goal. So yeah. I think it's awesome that your team was able to adapt and overcome that hurdle. Yeah, when, I mean, it wasn't pretty, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm trying to teach my four-year-old about how, how to change, change. Like, it's okay to change your mind. Yeah. Like, if you decide something, you can change your mind right. later in many right. cases. Yeah. So, it's any, anyways, it's a, a life lesson for all of us that we have to inspect and adapt and, and be open to that. For sure. I for feel sure. like it's only going to get more intense and more frequent that we have those things where we have to adjust yeah and that's why i'm really happy that melinda you know is so adamant about this fail fast attitude because it's true like we we have to be able to change yeah so how do you think we make it what's the what's a good way to make it safe for us to fail if, if i'm afraid of failure how yeah. do you how do you get people to overcome that i mean having your ceo promote it is, yes, is a, a great, great start it's a great place to start <laughs> yeah the story. so i mean other than that i guess just doing it you know fail and don't get slap on the don't get a slap on the wrist for it you know yeah. embrace Re it readjust and move on yeah realize that hey it's okay like yeah. life life goes on right the business still runs yeah um, uh, so but not not to fail at a massive scale like that would yeah be obviously, but i mean that would be bad but <laughs> yeah, exactly we gotta we gotta try to isolate some of these yeah. failures <laughs> it's, a, it's a hard hurdle to overcome i think uh it's been ingrained in us for a long time but i think we're on the right path yeah agreed yeah. All right, so tell me about someone that you really admire, that you go to for advice in your role or in Agile, just someone that you look to as, as kind of um, a little ways ahead of you yeah. in, your, in the Agile journey. Yeah, so um, Erin Cunningham, for sure. I, th I think you mentioned that you work, you may or may mm -hmm. not work with her, yeah. Erin Huttinga. Yeah, yep. so yep, okay. yep, last yep. name change, yeah, yep. yep. Um, she is so awesome. I mean, I was just telling her the other day, like I go to her every time I have like any type of problem and I'm like, I'm so sorry that I keep bothering you, but like <laughs> you know all these answers, you know, like she, and she's so patient, like she's so willing to help people, which is like 
so refreshing you know like it's yeah. it's so it she's like such a good role model to have yeah. and she's just like willing to work with anyone any team on anything that they need help with mm-hmm. and she's been really awesome to work with yeah i love working with erin she's yeah. a great person to have on the team mm-hmm. she's a, a good listener i think yeah. she does a really good job of just letting you talk yeah and ramble and yep. explain your problems and then she always makes me think in a different way than yeah how I was thinking when I showed up. For sure. And and I do have to say, like I mentioned earlier, that the social team doesn't have a whole lot of Agile experience, but the way that they are willing to embrace it and adjust, and they, they genuinely want to learn. Yeah. You know, we have, we have a lot of cross-functions. So we have people from marketing, legal, analytics, who haven't really been introduced to the Agile model maybe as yeah. much as we have. Um, but they, like, they want to learn. They want to understand. They want to know why, which is so, like, that's like, as a scrum master, as a project manager, whatever, as a leader of a team, that is, that's what you want. Yeah. You know, a team that's willing to learn, that's willing to change, willing to adjust. They see the value in it. They want to learn more. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah. It so. reminds me of the growth mindset. Like yeah. It's, it's, they're hungry for more. They yep. want to learn more and, and just get better. A hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that reminds me too. When you were talking about being a scrum master and all the things you have to do, one of the things you mentioned, um, which I would correlate with retrospectives, like mm-hmm. you have to be kind of the continuous improvement manager for yep. the team, like yeah. helping the team spend the time and pause and reflect and say, how do we get better at this? How do we improve these uh, you know, KPIs and the metrics that we're tracking? And how do we uh, get more effective as a team? And then you got to follow up, make sure those things happen, yeah. which is hard to do. Yeah, I'm so glad to hear that your team is uh, willing to embrace the change and yeah learn something new yeah it's really it's really great we just um recently got a giant visual management board in our area okay. that has like a, it's the full year of everything that we're doing okay and you know when we when we first got had to like put that up our whole team was just like complaining whining like uh, no one wanted to do it they have to like cut out pieces of paper and tape them up. arts and crafts that's literally exactly what we said we we're like why am i spending my time doing arts and crafts right now but i'm really overpaid to be right, exactly paper. one of i think one of our team members was like i could bring my four-year-old in to do it if yeah. you want you know so and then maybe like a week ago one of our product owners was like this board is so helpful like i can see everything that i'm doing like i can like pin new work up there when it's unplanned or I can move like this is so helpful and I'm like well I guess yeah. <laughs> okay a, fine it, it was it's a little bit of work yeah but it's helpful but yeah but once it's all up there like being able to see the full picture yeah oh it it's been a game changer all right uh, so I love that you're touching on VMS um, it's a big component of what we try to bring to teams is like yeah. a first step of if you want to start trying to do some agile thing like we've got to get visibility into the work and yeah. right now, that's really hard to do. Right. I mean, even in Jira, like I love Jira. It's a great place to track work, but it gets messy. Yeah. Like, it gets to be a lot of things and tickets inside of Jira that's yeah. hard to get a view of the yeah. whole thing. Yeah, I just went to a conference maybe a week ago, and they were talking about how your brain can't comprehend, like in Jira, when you have to scroll, yeah. your brain can't comprehend all of that when you have to move it. The relationships yeah. between them. So having that one board that has everything in one picture just changes like your whole view on it. Ah, so what was their solution? One visual management, so like big not, one. Like not Jira, unless it's Jira on a giant screen. Right, I mean. Showing you everything. Yeah, like Jira is really great when you have teams that are like out of, you know, in other places, like to keep the work, yeah, obviously. To collaborate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, for your team that's here, to be able to see it all, one visual management board is key. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Um, so as a scrum master, um, you sounds like you like visual management uh the 
the concept of seeing the whole year mm-hmm. i don't i don't get that like i and this is one of those misconceptions i hear is mm-hmm. that well in agile we, we don't plan like we only plan two <laughs> weeks ahead that's as far as we go but you guys are talking about a whole year how does that work yeah so we have our epics uh, our full year epics up and then our features that's okay. all we have on our visual management board and then the rest is broken down in JIRA. Okay. And that helps us because, you know, we can see this is what we want to accomplish, but it's not like it's duct taped up there. We can't move it. Can't you know? change it. Yeah, exactly. Like this is, this is our goal. But if something changes, if we've got to move a feature here, if we have to do an epic a quarter early or quarter late, then we'll do it. Okay. You know, but, but having it all up there to see the full picture, we can see if we move this feature over here, how does that affect everything else? Oh, it's better. Okay, okay let's move it. So you've got a plan. Yep. You've done the plan for the whole year and said kind of fuzzy wise, like this is what we think we need to do yep. and the order we need to do it in, mm-hmm. and which sounds very waterfall. Yeah. And then, <laughs> but the, the, the beauty of it is that you can change that yeah. and say, we're going to pull one up or we're going to push one out or get rid of one completely, yeah. whatever it is. And I, that's I okay that. to change it. Yeah. So there is a plan. Mm-hmm. It's just fluid yeah. when you get that far out, which yep. was which was always true in even waterfalls world. Yeah. Yeah. Continuous planning. Yeah. You know, the idea that I can know what's going to happen nine months from now is crazy. Yeah. I, I mean, I, with anything really, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what's going to happen nine months yeah. from now, but I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, I have goals for nine mm-hmm. months from now, but they might change. Yeah. Okay. So what's another tool? So VMS is obviously a useful tool for your team. What's another tool that your team has found to be helpful? Um, so we talked about Jira that, I mean, that's where we keep, pretty much everything um i use um i forget the name of it actually idea boards (laughs) for our retros um it's anonymous we can we put you know what's working well what's not how can we improve um and that way the team feels like they can actually be honest you know a lot of times in retros people don't want to say what they were really thinking Uh because you know they don't want to offend anyone but even i don't know i mean I, i run the board and i can't even see who says it okay so that's been really helpful um for being like actually honest in retros yeah. and saying things that they really feel and then i can save all of that um and make sure that we're actually doing it and follow up on it nice so idea boards is that some cloud software I, it's just website? like a free website that we use nice yeah awesome. <laughs> actually i think aaron was the one that suggested that aaron huttinga yeah oh cool awesome uh so that one for me is is really interesting to think about how how we capture the items that we have um and like getting people to be transparent, mm-hmm. getting people to be honest and put those things out there. Yeah. That takes a level of trust. Like oh, it yeah. takes a while to, to build that trust. And um, so what, how do you how do you foster that on the team? How do you try and and bring the team closer together in their trust? Um, we really spend a lot of time on team morale. It okay. sounds kind of minis- minimal, but we really do. Um, we do like day aways. We do um every thursday we'll bring things in we you know we we try and spend time together not always in the office okay. because that's i mean that's how you get to know people yeah. and you get to build trust and then you bring that trust and knowledge back into the office yeah that's good i think i mean to me it, i always go back to like to build a relationship to become a friend with somebody or to really build trust you have to spend time with them mm-hmm. you have to get familiar with who they are yeah. whether that's in the office or out of the office um, yeah. like we had um, I was talking to somebody earlier. They said that like a lot of team building happens when the team works together. Yeah. Like when you get in the thick of it and you're doing this stuff together, there's a lot of team building happening there. 
but I think there is a flavor of that that or an element of that that is outside of the office and yeah. personal space go out have a drink have dinner whatever mm-hmm. talk about kids yeah we our team just got back from Vancouver we were visiting Hootsuite one of our vendors yeah. and we had our debrief on Monday and you know, I said to the team so did you guys think this was helpful well, you know what what are your thoughts on it and everyone without a doubt said even if we thought this workshop meant nothing a face-to-face interaction is always helpful mm. that is always worth it you know that's it's always beneficial yeah so I completely agree with that. Good. So that yeah. face-to-face meaning like with your Hootsuite vendor. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's, it goes a long ways. And that's yeah. why it's one of the agile principles is individuals yeah. and interactions over processes and tools. Yeah. And, and, you know, flying together always brings people closer. Yeah. Stressful <laughs> things. Right. Yeah. For sure. Awesome. All right. So like, if you got closing remarks for the, the audience, what would you say? Don't be afraid of change. I I will be the first person to say I didn't want to do it. I kicked and screamed all day long, (laughs) but it was worth it. It's like it's made our lives a lot easier going from waterfowl to agile. Good. Don't be afraid of change. Don't be afraid of failure. Yeah. Fail fast. Awesome. (laughs) Well, thanks for your time, Alyssa. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. All right. See you. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and share it with others. To learn more about Amway's Agile journey, follow the hashtag AmwayAgile on Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And if you're an employee, do that and search Amway Agile forward slash in your browser.